Happy Women's Day, Beth. Hi. Happy Women's Day, Scott. Do I get that too? Does that count? Did I get- um, you came from a woman. I did. You yeah. are allowed to celebrate International Women's Day. All right, I'll take it. I will take anything I can celebrate. <laughs> uh, so I feel like you know, Women's Day is a great time to talk about Travis Kalnick. No. Do you? No, it's not. It's a terrible time. <laughs> but like at this point, with all the stuff that's going on, is there ever a good time to talk about Travis Kalnick? Um, I don't know. Tell me what he's up to. Okay, so. I have a mini rant. I'm going to warn you, okay, but you're going to have as many ranting as you want against Travis Kelman. Wonderful. Um, so he started a new fund. Um, in case people are aware, he got pushed out of Uber. He's got a lot of money, mm-hmm. uh, and he's starting a new fund. And that's not unique or special to really anybody. Everyone seems to be starting a fund these mm-hmm. days, whether they got five dollars or five million or five billion. But what is interesting about it is uh, he is taking a focus on job creation. He's only looking for things that are going to create jobs. It's not about finding the next app that's going to launch and people are going to make billions and nobody has a job. What kind of jobs? I didn't read that far into okay, it. Okay, cool. Um, I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> no, you know what? Like, here's the thing. So I, I would say they're they're. I'm just on a hunch. This it didn't say this in the article. My guess is very Uberish. So like, you can argue that Uber Big took economy. jobs from some people, yeah. but also did create. Even though there's a bunch of reports out saying that people who drive Uber don't make very much money after expenses, whatever, which is true. And but, there's still a wage gap. Did you see that? Yes, I did, which is just crazy. Mm-hmm. Amazing how that works. Um, and we, I, I'll leave that part alone. Yeah. Uh, but but it's I, I think that I think we're all in agreement that the shared gig economy, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, is a thing that's going to be here for a while, and it's going to be the only place for some people to make a living. And so him focusing on different types of companies and things that will potentially bring jobs, yeah. to me, I'm in for. And which leads into my kind of mini rant here. Which is that, you know, whether it's Chicago or it's L.A. or it's New York or it's anywhere in the, in the world, there is this founder, I don't, I don't even know what it's like, sociopath is the word I always use, but like <laughs> I don't mean it. But like there's this like self-centeredness, yeah. this like v- like cape on that I can do whatever I want and I'm trying to get rich. It's all get rich quick, get rich this, how can I screw people over and make money? And I look at it like when I see people, and I'm not saying Travis is a good guy by any stretch. When I see people who are trying to create wealth, I it makes me feel good to know that there are still people out there who get that in an economy. Mm-hmm. You can't just be out there for yourself trying to get yourself rich and your parents rich and that's the deal. You have to, if you want to make an impact, you have to create jobs. You have to create wealth. What I love most about Chicago and, and the entrepreneurs who have been successful mm-hmm. is the Chris Gladmans of the world. He made 80 millionaires when he sold Cleversy. Yeah. 80 millionaires. When you talk to Chris Gladwin, that's all he talks about. He doesn't care how much. I don't even know how much money he got out of it. I don't know if anyone does. Mm-hmm. So when I see that, that Travis think it's like, I mean, he's made a lot of bad moves. He's made a lot of good moves, but he's made a lot of bad moves. He could have just as easily said, I got all this money, and I'm just going to throw it around and get richer and richer, and then I'll, sure. I'll buy back in. I'll yeah. Steve Jobs my way back in. And he didn't. And and I, I want to give him, like, be well, made TBD, from the only give him. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> For right now. Yeah. He's not on the shit list. I think the the wealth creation is great. Wealth distribution would be better. Um, yeah. Of that creation is even better. Well, so. and I think the only way to start there is the jobs. I mean, there's a lot of mm-hmm. political stuff that needs to go on to get to that because, as you mentioned, there's still a wage gap, even though it's through an app, which is just absolutely mind-boggling. Um, and there's another another conversation and topic that we're going to get into 
Wait a minute, wait a turn, minute. On the radio. turn on the radio My homie got a new show and it's time to play it's it though play I it hope though. you got in tune got He talking bigger business talking bigger He make a lot of moves lot of He talking Skakatoon I'm saying wait a minute uh, With our guest, we're going to learn a lot about her company Jasmine Shells first um, But I one topic that I actually read about That I thought would be very interesting uh, Jasmine, uh, welcome to the show Hi. First and foremost, yeah, thanks for having co-founder me. Co-founder of Five to Nine, um, we have a funny story in our own right about how you even got to this thing here when we were sitting at WeWork. Oh yeah. Uh, so we've got a good little story. <laughs> good times. Um, but I had this conversation kind of quickly with Emil Cambry, uh, and I, I thought, you know what, we had you come on the show. I was like, this, this is a great conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, also leading off of the conversation we had at WeWork. Yeah. Uh, there's a book coming out called Three Kings. Mm-hmm. And it's about P. Diddy, Dr. Dre. Oh, those three kings. These three kings. I was thinking, like, you know, Jesus, like the three kings. You know what's funny? (laughs) When I saw three kings, this is. Hip hop mogul. Let's get on the real track. Got it. And and of course, Jay Z. Uh Uh, The funny thing is, when I I actually misheard, when I was listening to this radio station talking about the book, I misheard and thought they said three candles. And I was like, that's a weird (laughs) name. Uh, Lights of the world. But when, when when Sam, my producer, told me it was Three Kings, I was like, you mean like the movie with Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> like that's how far away from Jesus yeah, I have floated. I mean, nobody knows what it means, but it's provocative. It's- hey, I'll tell you this. Okay. Here's the deal. The, the, the book, it, this is a very interesting conversation. Um, there is a lot of... I guess in our in, in like hip hop culture and also in just like a younger generation, you know Jay Z and, and Diddy and the rest because of music and and you know beats and you know the clothing Sean John and you know Rock Aware and you know uh, was it Rock Nation the 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 uh, agency they have. Ciroc. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh yes. Oh, of course. Ciroc. P Diddy was pushing that at every club he ever went to, yeah, making. Right, right. But but brilliant. So that's a good good segue, Beth. Uh, brilliant. P Diddy recognized that having something like Ciroc should have been on the top shelf. That's how people will look at it as the top shelf. It doesn't matter if it's good. If it's on the top shelf mm-hmm. at the club, it's good. And they have made billions. Between the three of them, there's multi- three, almost $3 billion. Mm-hmm. And they get no respect and no credit when it comes to the entrepreneurship. The conversation still goes back to famous because of rap, famous because of songwriter, famous because of this, famous because of that. And it's it, there's no question that there's a, a race issue going on there, but there's also sort of a well you're not a financer you're not a harvard guy and it's it is completely we, we talked about this with uh jason william johnson as well from chicago urban league on the show a couple weeks ago there is like i just absolutely can't wait for this book to get out because these dudes have made mm-hmm. billions of dollars on absolutely brilliant decisions there's no luck involved mm-hmm. and i just thought it'd be interesting to talk to you a little bit more about like how you view it as like people who were, were they entertainers that were put in good fortune or were they entertainers that you felt like from the very beginning, you thought, wow, like I look up to them. I look up to the way that they build their businesses. Yeah, I, I think uh, particularly like talking about Jay-Z. So if you listen to his 444 album, yeah. he talks like this album's so different because he's talking about real shit. It's not about like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to get money and bitches. Like if, yeah, if right. I could say that on here, it's uh, too late. totally just did. But he's talking <laughs> a lot about generational wealth, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So how people talk down about Jay-Z, they call him ugly. They say he's not good enough to be with Beyonce. There's literally like this quote. He says, there's no such thing as an ugly billionaire. I'm cute. 
favorite line. Um, but That's he a good t- quote. <laughs> he talks a lot about um, building wealth within the black community, right? Yeah. And how building wealth isn't going to be by taking that job on the corner or by you know making those wrong decisions. It's literally by like hustling, taking something that you're good at and turning that into a business. Right. And he talks about this in 444. So I definitely do think that yeah, them being famous like helps of them. But if you consider but where he came from, there's a lot of famous from, people too, though. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. are not billionaires. It's still competition. But where he came from, his background, how he was able to learn about business to create something sustainable for himself and his family. I 50 think Fifty Cent made three hundred million dollars in vitamin water, and he's broke. Insane. But yeah, yeah. It, but but it's still great like, that he big, made the no, money. Course, he just didn't like, know how to be a good steward. But of it's it. like it's just. But the point is like there's a lot of decisions that have to happen yeah. between a million and a hundred right. million, a hundred million, a billion. Yeah, Jay Z is a businessman. Oh, 100 percent. And yeah. I think Diddy. Uh, I think he is literally playing the roadmap that Tupac put in front of him. Mm-hmm. I think if Tupac hadn't gotten shot, that that's like what we're looking at. That was if you listen to any of his albums, all of it talks about changing the way that people view us, changing the way people look at how I yeah. do business. Change, like yeah. he and I look at Diddy and I literally watch him like that is a that's a Tupac move. Yeah. Like the, other than the change in the name five times, that's a, <laughs> that's a stupid move. But it, Tupac he has to say relevant, you know. Right. <laughs> uh, Puff Daddy was relevant enough to me. I didn't need Diddy. I don't, I don't know. know. I might P have Diddy. to change my name. Uh, Jasmine is getting the, too plain. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Our first like producer Shells, I ever had was, maybe. Was, was Jasmine. I like that. Jayonymous, maybe. Like Jazzy Shells. Yeah, you something can do like all, that. You can do something. You'll play with <laughs> Gotta it. Gotta switch it up. Uh, no, it was just, it's an interesting conversation. I think it's a conversation that we're going to see more of. The next sort of generation of this kind of stuff you're going to see is in the athletes. You see mm. Kobe Bryant, Alex yeah. Rodriguez. Yeah. Uh, Israel Adonage locally, mm-hmm. Ryan Mundy locally, Hunter Hillemeyer yeah. locally, um, and more and more and more. Um, you're starting to see people realize that, you know, you don't have to just look this certain way and go to Harvard to become successful in business. It's it's just well, opportunity. And the next generation is looking at um, these as role models. They're, you know, mm-hmm. the, the board members of Fortune 500 companies are not the role models of the future generation. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, I think it's fan- I, I think there's nothing better than like the kids that you teach, Beth, I think for them to, to Jasmine, look. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Both, like, of course, both ways. Yeah. Uh, the, the kids that you guys influence, for them to see that you can have, like we talk about this all the time with, with the events, the, the equity crowdfunding, the fact mm-hmm. that you can start a company mm-hmm. without having to raise money from some rich old bald dude mm-hmm. uh, makes it easy for you to be like, you know what, I don't I don't need this. And yeah. I got my start. All you need is a foot in the door and then it's, it's off to the races. Yeah, because like the way that our educational system runs, right, it's all about rewarding those who are the A plus students. It's like, running? Mm-hmm. Whoa! <laughs> uh, that, that was a good one right there. I, I see what you did, but yeah, it really rewards like the students who are the teachers' pet yeah. who do the best, like in class. Um, so you know, when I got to work in schools, I'm pretty sure Beth can talk a lot about this as well. And I always look for like those students who were like really scrappy yes. and like you know always wanted to participate, but maybe weren't like the best in terms of being the, the teachers' pet. Right. Yeah, but they were leaders. Like they really um, stood out to me and and you could see that they had like that entrepreneurial spirit so it was like also make sure that we're reaching to those kids and saying hey like you have something you don't have to get straight A's to like be successful in life I see student myself through Northwestern that's not that's no bullshit <laughs> I like I carried C's in graduate school and you don't need to, like being a great student is overrated yes it just I, is. I'd rather learn yeah, yeah. Attentive, yes. I think learning should be the emphasis, yeah, not sure. perfecting. Right. Um, how do you how like and we'll switch into five to nine, but like how how what is one thing both sides here? Like what is what is one thing you think would be a an easy, not systemic, crazy, not ever going to happen change? What would be one thing that you could tweak in the classroom that would make 
the focus, the advantage swing a little bit towards the heart, the people who just have more more intangibles, hmm. should we say? Or is that, are we past that? Let me think. Yeah. I don't know, Beth, do you have any ideas? Um, I think it's based on um, student interest. So we've got core curriculum that is guiding so much of, you know, standards of learning, testing, and um, they're learning how to check boxes. But if students were able to, like, co-create their lesson plans, Ooh. they'd be so much more interested in the topics that they're studying, be relevant to what they're, they're learning and be more passionate about what they're bringing home and taking and putting into practice in their own lives. I would so. like to oh, submit that. the cool curve. <laughs> the cool curve? Yeah, we're going to call it the cool curve. The cool curve. Ooh, tell yeah. me. <laughs> this what isn't is a popularity this? contest. It's a cool curve. You all know it. You had a kid in the class. It's not the clown. It's not the popular kid, the athlete. It's like there's that one kid. could be the biggest loser in the class that for whatever reason you're just like, that's a cool kid. <laughs> like he just says funny stuff or she just says like she just is like she works. I don't know. There's something weird. Like you know what I'm talking about. There's char- you can see it. Yeah. There's charisma. Certain kids you're just like, I mean, I actually think the kid's kind of dumb. But cool. But he's cool. I yeah. like that. So it's like the rest of the curve is like, yeah, yeah, you're like a C student, but everyone else is an A. So like you're you're all a B because you're not the cool kid. I, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. You know, something I think that would be really neat is um, if students had more opportunities just to apply things. Like that would instead of just like idea. learning, 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 like actual application. Mm-hmm. And I think like if schools could give grants to students to be able to do that, yes. like, yes. and if they Super wanted to cool. start a business, if they wanted to, you know, go like intern somewhere or work somewhere, just like give them some money or some funding mm-hmm. or just the ability to go apply mm-hmm. things. So you want to drop something that's actually real, that's yes. doable. I went with the cool shit, which doesn't do anything. <laughs> uh, but you bring up a topic, Beth, I think you saw this post. I want to share it right now as, as well. Shamar Walker, who we, we gave an award to when mm-hmm. he came to Technori, he won five thousand for his business. He's a high school student who literally Dope. like kept his parents from losing their house. Wow. Uh, he has all kinds of different things that he's overcome that I won't get into. Yeah. He got accepted into Stanford Stanford's uh, academic institute program over the summer. Yeah. Cost six thousand bucks to get there and do it, and he doesn't have the money. So he's running a GoFundMe. He's from Hammond, Indiana. Mm-hmm. The link is on our Technori page. I'll share it again after this show. But anyone who can help out, whether it's sponsors. Uh, people listening, whatever he needs to get this money. He's got to the end of March. Mm-hmm. He needs to go to this. Like this kid yeah. is super smart. Yeah. He started a development company, taught all on his own. Uh, like the whole wow. thing is completely self-driven. And uh, I'd love to find a way. If I had the money in my pocket, I would cut myself to yeah. like get him there because I think it's a, a good, a good example mm-hmm. of what needs to happen. As you see a kid who's in high school, it's like, yeah. yes, would Stanford help this kid from Hammond? Of course. Right. But what's more important is that he goes to the institute stuff to work on his business because that's what he's going to be doing when he comes out. Like mm. that's the deal. So uh, great example, great point. Yeah. Uh, we'll segue into your actual business, which is also important. Five to nine. Your co-founder's not here to, to keep my shit in check. So I'll, I'll, I'll run <laughs> a She's watching you, though. Oh, She's watching it. you. I so. believe it. I believe it. So let's let's learn a little bit about five to nine and talk a little more about that. Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, Jasmine, the co-founder and CEO of Five to Nine and what we are is a social wellness platform that helps connect professionals over experiences. And the reason why we do that, especially for the millennial professionals, you see that uh, about 70 percent of them relocate for new opportunities or job experiences uh, and up to they'll have up to like four jobs by the time they're in their early 30s. Right. So you consider this generation that's not afraid to move, that's not afraid to relocate. Um, but you know that if you do take the other job, you do go to this other city, there's an excitement in that. But also the places that you knew, um, the people that you knew, uh, they don't come with you. Now, maybe you don't want them to come with you, which is another Mostly thing. Case, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's hard to kind of start afresh. So five sign, we really 
look at how can we plug you into instant community, right? Connect you with like-minded professionals, but then also kind of serve as like the tour guide of your city. Uh, so we really care not just about like, what's your nine to five, what's your profession, but yeah. what are the things that empower you to do that job? Like after hours. I was just going to say, what, where did the, the name come? Because I was like, without, I try to look, look at the names of the, the companies of people who come through here. And I'm like, I don't want to look at the bio of the company, the mission statement. I want to just like figure out what they were All thinking. Right. And I was like five to nine. So this has got to be like a, a morning thing like five what do you do from 5 a.m to 9 a.m like i don't know what i didn't know what the play was like where where was it just the just the flip on it was it literally yeah the it's, it's just really the flip one like when you think about um conversations today like when you first meet someone you, probably the one of the first questions you're going to ask is what's your name and then second you're going to say oh so what do you do right everything's so focused around your career validating like who you are as a person yeah. but what about what i care about what about like what I'm passionate about what about what I truly value and what interests me and in our culture I think that's something that I really care about shifting um, because in other cultures it's sometimes actually considered rude to ask someone so what do you do right so yeah. I have a legitimate problem with this not the company with the like, you, with the conversation you. like you're talking because right there is like the name thing immediately comes with uh, here's my business card thing which just makes right. me twitchy so i no longer carry a business card i'm just either. like i'm done with it yeah I'll find you on linkedin um, yeah it's, right. you know we, we do live <laughs> in a digital world. age yeah, like you please. can you can Stop google me down trees seriously <laughs> to you tell can me who you are that said i do have a great business card i'm not gonna bullshit you i have a wonderful business card. it's I'll very be the thick. judge it's, of that yeah. it's very full he might have one of them with prove it it's beth very, and i we're calling you out it is there's many tree leaves that it died for it it's a great thick very no i'm just I just got crushed by uh, whoever does environmental stuff. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, no, but I, I just dislike it. I feel like it, it's a it's a judgmental uh, placism thing where hmm. it's like you're this is who you are in the mm -hmm. box that you fill in. Like you're not in the things that I'm trying to check off, so I'm done. They they tune out immediately. Sure. Yeah. So like the two things that I've I've always and this is before technology in the show. This is like it didn't matter if I was just like right out of college. I would literally tell people like I'm an auto mechanic. I just make shit up. Like fly <laughs> My airplanes. My brother does that. It's yeah, so funny. it's amazing. And then and I and like I do it at this point. I do it for fun because like I go to events and people already know who I am. And like I'm not that guy. Like I'm somebody. I try to pretend to be somebody else. Uh -huh. And I make it up to see how they react. Like, like literally this. a couple minutes later, like, oh, okay, well, I'm, I gotta, I gotta get my. <laughs> I gotta go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't need a fill up, so you're no good. Yeah. Um, and it like that stuff just drives me absolutely nuts. And so, mm -hmm. um, I think anything that we can do to kind of change the way that that whole mm -hmm. thing takes place would be just amazing. Yeah, yeah, because if you even consider, um, like companies and this idea of bringing your whole self to work. Mm -hmm. Millennials, like the future generations, like people want to come to work as they are. They don't want to come to work as like this employee. Yeah. They want to bring the whole thing because we're spending more and more time at work anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's like if we can't think about what our employees value or what people value just in general, then we're missing the boat. Well, and proof of concept, right? I mean, the way that you and I officially met, I know we met before that, but like officially met and had a conversation at WeWork. Mm -hmm. We were at a networking event, should have exchanged like, here's my card, here's your card. I'd love to get on the show. That'd be fantastic. Uh, and it was like, I don't think we talked about it at the very end. It was like, oh yeah. And then like the business came, like we spent most of the time, I can't even talk about the stuff we, we talked about. We cannot talk, like I want us to talk about what we talked about, I know, but. We uh, can't. <laughs> We, 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 next it was time. ratchet. It was next, ratchet. It was, there was drinks next time. Okay, after we turn off the mics. Yeah. That's, that's it would be WGN after, after dark. Like it would be, that show should, if it doesn't exist, I'm hosting it. Yeah, hey, please. let's make it happen. Uh, but no, but like it, that goes a long way to like this conversation happened. Not because you were like, I have this company. It's cool. You should see it. It was because we connected on a conversation that we both cared about. It was like, Oh, 
it got a little out of hand, but it was still like interesting enough. I was like, you know what? I'll have a conversation with you about anything. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you're like, oh, and I, we also do this. And I was like, given how you approach this conversation, that's not a surprise, <laughs> like at all. Yeah. So you know, we really want to be you know that company for the millennial professional, right? So no matter where you move, we're just in Chicago now. But as we expand, that you'll be surrounded by a dope community of other professionals. But then you'll also get to see what are some of the hidden gems, like in your new home, right? So yep. that's like what we really strive to do. So individuals like can sign up and be a part of our platform. Um, but within the past quarter, we actually started working with companies. Mm -hmm. And the reason why was because we saw, well, majority of the people on our platform, 80 percent, um, are transplants, have relocated. And then we were like, oh, wow. And they said they would love to have something like this at their at their company. So we we're like, let's start helping companies with this, because for us, employee wellness, employee engagement is more than just financials right. and health and, you know, whatever else you want to talk about. But social connectivity in the workplace mm -hmm. is just as important. We we mentioned it before. It's a digital world. LinkedIn. We need to get away like the social stuff is good for for data. Give me my mm -hmm. information lock it away yeah. we need to get away from this like networking i know we do it with technology but like it sucks i hate the networking thing because it's just people need it i get it but like we've got to find better ways to connect with people the, the whole yeah. lining up and just being like what do you well, do that's step one right yeah. step well, two yeah. is um in real life like if you're entering a new industry and you want to talk to a couple of different thought leaders that's your best entry point yes. is digital yes. and then you take it offline and you say, oh, you're going to an but event th next but week. I, but I think you, the, the, what she feels, which is amazing, is there's that gap. Because like, mm -hmm. I feel this way. I'm very much an, an introvert who just plays an extrovert on this show. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Like, I hate people for the most and part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so terrible. Um, no, but I have a hard time. Like, to your point, I connect with people and it's only if I know that I have, like, this is a great opportunity. Mm -hmm. I've got to suck it up and just go have the coffee in the morning with a stranger and just mm -hmm. do it. I literally, like, I get like a mini panic attack going on behind the scene when I'm walking into the coffee shop to a stranger, even though it's somebody like I know online. Like, I just, I, I have a hard time. And, and I know for a fact that if we would have done it in a different way, if it wouldn't have been like a mini interview, it, I would be fine. Like, if you're mm -hmm. like, oh, hey, you know what? I'm going to actually go to the gym. I'm going to go, I'm going to go right. play some basketball. Like, yeah. If you want to play ball with us, like, come. Totally. Yeah. 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 Think about like I mean, how think low about stakes it. that is. Mm -hmm. It's like if you're engaging with someone or meeting someone over giving back to students at Chicago Tech, or yep. if you know you're like, uh, you know, the new axe throwing mm -hmm. uh, company. Yeah, like if you're totally. throwing axes at a uh -huh. wall, you can't take yourself too seriously. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but finding out like ways that aren't just so superficial of here's a card or hey, let me pitch you. How can we actually right. socialize, engage, and get to know one another yeah. before being like, hey, I'm a great person, and let me tell you why. I, I also think you will walk away from the experience knowing a lot more about the person, about their character, about everything, and, and feeling more comfortable to do work with them quicker. Yeah. Like, so, if I leave that, I feel better. Just a tactical question. So as a professional on the platform, do I share my calendar with people so that they can kind of opt into different events that I'm going to, or how does it really work? Yeah, so the way that it works is that you see all the events that we curate and we host at our different venue partners. Um, so from there, you're able to RSVP, mm. and then you can see who else is RSVPing. So if you want to reach out to someone and say, hey, I'm going to this too, um, we'll love to connect with you at the event, or you could just show up and like connect with people at the oh. event, right? I think so that's, that's great. How it works. Yeah. I would love to see more of this stuff like tied in with the stuff you're doing with all of the different like volunteer time. Mm -hmm. There's not a better place to connect with somebody than that. Like, if, yeah. 
I mean, I don't volunteer often, but like if I did, <laughs> we'll get I would, you in there. Scott. I would. <laughs> yeah, and like one thing I'm also really this excited is a volunteer. about. Technori has been a volunteer. There you go. <laughs> right, right. Be, let's, you know, let's be serious. You gotta give back. Let's be serious. I am volunteering. I don't see any returns. <laughs> But I worked at Ernst & Young, right, right out of college. Huge company, huge organization. And I worked in the ITRA group, which is Information Technology Risk and Assurance. That's why we Same. did all acronyms in consulting because mm -hmm. all the names were way too long. But what was really interesting were, was that most of the people that I knew were in ITRA, right? So it's like how can we even help companies – help their employees to have cross-functional relationships. Mm -hmm. And what are some of the things that could come out of that, right? If you have different service lines or different product groups coming together over a social experience, totally. shooting the shit, the next, you know, oh, wait, you do this, oh, maybe we can collaborate, maybe we can talk. Mm -hmm. So we even see a value in bringing together different groups within a company or organization. I would love to see the, the math on this. I would bet yeah, everything right. I've got that deal flow and retention, deal close, retention sales, comes... Yeah gets slammed way sooner than anything that goes through like there are people yeah. that i know that i've seen in networking events over the last five years and i've at this point it's purposeful <laughs> i've never done shit with them and i never will like and i see them at the same stuff hey how are you good to see we should do something oh, oh you yeah. Know who you are. yeah yeah you yeah, so yeah, fake yeah. i love it the fuck out yeah, of here. get out of my face yeah, right yes yeah. no chance you'd be like yeah yeah no <laughs> not the guys i saw last night right, not you guys right. somebody else uh, but but in all seriousness, like it, it just would make a huge difference. So with that said, uh, I want to get some tangibles here. So on, on your side, give me the best thing a person like me who has a hard time fitting into a group, like whether I do use uh, five to nine or I am just going out to network. Yeah. What are some things that I can do to just sort of make it easier on both me and more importantly, make it easier on the person I'm about to accost. Right. So, um, you know, we, through our research, one thing that we found was that people do have a lot of anxiety going yep. into events. This is not just for the introvert. This is also for the extrovert. Like me, I am very extroverted. Yes. Even when I go into networking event, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, I don't want to have to introduce myself. Like there's literally, you have to work yourself into it. So the reason why we created our platform, because before we didn't have like a physical platform, it was a newsletter that was sent out. And now it's you can actually see who's going. So we're hoping that that like gives people kind of like an in. Right. So, oh, I see you're going here and we have mutual interest in this. Yep. So then that's something that you can bring up very naturally. Like, hey, I saw you on the RSVP list. I see that you also volunteer at X or I see that you also, uh, you know, give your time back at Technori, yeah. <laughs> volunteer right. at Technori. Uh, so that's one thing I think that really can help is just helping people find what is that mutual thing we can connect about. Right. Or one of my favorites, if I don't know anything about you, is if we're both in line for the food. Hey, doesn't this food look great? Right. It's kind of like that little small talk to make an introduction that kind of shows off your personality. Like if you want to make a joke, right. um, if you want to just bring it up because you don't know what else to bring up and then things flow from there. So what is your what is your advice on the worst things that people do? Stuff Ooh. to stop doing. Oh, oh, my goodness. So the worst thing to do is like to come right up and just like throw your card at people. Um, I've seen that in literally I will just throw your card away. Like if you didn't even want to get the time to know me or other people in the circle and you made it all about you, don't make it all about you. Ask questions. Right. Mm -hmm. um, ask a question yeah. before you just start spouting off things. I'm going to circle back to that one in a second. I'm going to kick over to Beth on what is the worst and or best networking experience you've had? You can do both or one or the other, whichever you want. Oh, gosh. Um I think, you know, worsts are always where you're just not feeling it, right? Like, for me, there's no specific interaction where I just thought, oh, my God, that was hell. 
and I it's like a lot of first dates I went on yeah <laughs> it's just um it's when either you're stressed out and you don't want to be at the event um so those are the worst ones I guess for me internally when I just don't feel it yeah um best I think uh are the ones that are just off the cuff like hmm. you didn't plan for it to be a networking event night yeah um you were doing something socially and it just turned out that you know it was such a natural uh flow of events that you got to know a lot of really incredible people so it's unplanned are the best ones for me beth i have a question for you i have to ask this because yeah. it's international women's day and yes. we're keeping it real let's do it have you been at an event where like a man just came up to you and was like, I am going to hit on you and I'm going to act like this is for business. But really what I want is... Hashtag me too. Oh my goodness. Um, that is that is like some of my worst time. experiences. It's so like, great point. Yeah. The sexual harassment is still very real, alive and well. Um, but certainly I am one of those people. My mother is a West Point graduate. She's a badass bitch. Yes. And immediately you do something to assault them back. Whether it's verbally <laughs> or... <laughs> Don't fuck with me. That's where you I just mean, literally turn around like your business is too small, buddy. And you just keep do you know I away. actually bought hey. the I bought the domain showmeyourdeck.com uh, oh, a while ago because I was like, purchase. how big is your idea? Show you me know your deck. I, mean? I show like me your that. Deck. I, I uh, like that. that. If you want an investment in that one, I am. <laughs> yeah, great. I will volunteer Female there as well. Pitch deck consultant. Yes. That is no. I'm not kidding. That's like one a great idea and two. That domain with the right marketing yes, behind it, you could exactly sell. I've right. seen domains like that sell for a hundred thousand. I'm not even totally. shitting you. Not kidding. Show me your yeah, dad. yeah. Don't be creepy, guys, and don't use yeah. LinkedIn as a dating tool. It's not a dating tool. I'm is this a passive aggressive <laughs> way of talking to me about when I talk to you at WeWork? I feel like I just got I just what got come up. What did you talk about? I don't. I mean, I drank a lot of wine that night. I don't know. I don't. It's think not I for did. you. It's not. It's not. It's not about you. If it's, I it's did, just in if, general, if I did. <laughs> I I don't I don't believe in apology. No, I'm just kidding. No, if if I did, I must be the worst ever at it because that was the conversation that I remember having was just like so crazy That's and so funny. funny. No, you like, were chill. You I were good. So. Yeah, she's here. So. You were good. Well, that it wasn't mean, like you know. oh, let me get your car so that I could get you your number and then well, I text fiance, you. So yeah. I definitely yeah, was out of the game it. on that one. But no, I did. I want to make. I don't. I I really don't want to come across that way with people. No, you, like I, no you were chill. Being clear. Yeah, keeping it real. You were good. You were good. Don't be worried. No, I'm like I. I'm like me too has men paranoid it's okay no, it's, <laughs> they should. Like that's yeah. the point yeah. that's yeah, the whole point sorry. i mean i i feel like in all jokes aside like i feel like for business i've always come across as close to asexual as i can mm -hmm. and i don't mean that in, in like an offensive manner yeah. it's just like me i'm too. not here for that <laughs> yeah me too i'm not here like that's yeah. i'm here to like get yeah. business done right yeah. it's and you know i just think it's inappropriate but uh to circle back into more of a bring a little Safe levity in this situation <laughs> get, get me back to some calm waters here um no the the best the best networking that i've encountered and this you, you guys will both get a kick out of this i think is and you've all been there is like three random people happen to be like let's see a color-coded something whatever so you're all sitting in a circle mm. three or four people and then the two losers bow out and you're stuck with the other person you were making eyes with, like, holy shit, will this ever end? <laughs> and then the two people bow out because they're stupid and wandering off to bother uh -huh. other people. And you have the best conversation yeah. with a person you had absolutely never intended right. to be in front of. Yeah. Yeah. Best ever. Oh, you know what? Proxfinity. They had a really yeah. good... Yeah. Proxfinity app is great for that. Yeah. Yeah. But the, when they connect people who who look at each other and think they have no business talking to each other... I was in a, an event. It was probably fun conference or whatever. And um, they show you the initials of people you should mm -hmm. chat with. And they paired this 
older guy with this young college student. And he, I was talking to him at the time, and he rolled his eyes. He was kind of annoyed by the fact that he was now going to have to pivot and talk to this, you know, younger guy. What could this kid possibly know? They ended up having the most amazing conversation about this shared interest that they didn't know they had. So um, shout out to Proxfinity. Yeah, they were Technori cool Alumni Company, yeah. so I, I'm glad to see that things are working there. Um, the funniest, I'll leave it on the funny note here. Um, the best like exit from a shitty networking experience that I've had. I recommend this highly. Although if everyone steals it, then I can't do it anymore. Um, we all know that like long walk up, you see the person, they've been standing near you. They want to come up, you know, mm-hmm. and they're like spotting up to you and you see it. Right. And so you walk, they're kind of walking up and you're walking like, shit, this is going to happen. What come I on. do is I look up to them. I immediately like pull my phone and be like, do you know where, and I just like name like some kind of random address, like I'm trying to get whatever, and then I bolt. From now on, you know if Scott <laughs> right. looks at you and asks for an address, he did not. You just up. gave away all your secrets okay. today. No, so here's now- the best part. Here's the best part. I'm going to still do it. <laughs> like, this is going to change nothing at all. This is no. This is why I wanted to have you in here. This is a great topic. It's it's an important topic because like the majority of business does not take place online yet. Like no. it's still in person. Yeah, yeah, totally. Relationships is everything. So uh, I love what you're doing with Five to Nine. Uh, I want to make sure people can check it out and give it a whirl. We should definitely set something I up where we, we, yeah. we use, it, use it and go do some stuff Hell yeah. uh, with you. Hell yeah. I want to get in on some events. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Civic absolutely. engagement. You yes. Know yeah, you let's, two need to connect yeah. after let's this make and, and get happen. this done. Yeah. Uh, where do people go to use 5 to 9 to learn more about it, all that stuff? Yeah, so if you want to check out 5 to 9, um, you can come to our website, which is 529.co. So that's F-I-V-E-T-O-N-I-N-E.co. <laughs> Five sign that code. Spell it out. I know. I was good. like, wait, I got this. That it's like all M costs like a mil. That's the yeah. problem. Right? So you got that dot co going on. I know. Um, no, very cool. And then when's the next event? So our next event is actually coming up next week. Which would be um, which So date? we're going to be going to Bar Cocina, uh, oh, which yeah. is this really great uh, place up north where you can get tacos and tequila. And who doesn't love tacos and tequila? Oh. So. Come check I mean, us out. I love it. Is there anyone yeah. there who has good directions? In uh, case I need to ask people where to go. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> Google Maps. Like, it's pretty decent, too. <laughs> so. It's not like I work for a tech thing. Fine. Uh, awesome. Uh, Jasmine, thank you so much for taking the time and coming in here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of for course. Sure. Anytime. And we got to get that WGN after dark. Oh, uh, yes, we should. That's all. I think that, I feel like that's a live stream yeah, yeah. on social only. Yeah, maybe that's thing. like a WeWork thing. They'd be into that. I mean, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I have uh, something going on that we're working on with such a thing. So uh, we will definitely circle back on that one. Uh, You can catch this episode of more at technori.com. Download the podcast on iTunes and stay connected. Following us on Facebook and Twitter at Technori or follow me at Katoon or follow Beth Bond at At Beth Bond. Boom. That's a wrap.